Guys, do you want thicker, fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through? Maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive. Perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem. Whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news. Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash fuller. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash fuller. On the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Well, it is time for part two on this fine double barrel Wednesday with your colleagues at the General Stars, Parker Gabriel, but not before we give him his proper introduction on Double Barrel Wednesday. Double Barrel Wednesday. It's a Double Barrel Wednesday. Double Barrel Wednesday had some pop. It's a very good job by Parker on Double Barrel Wednesday. Uh you guys know what day it is? It's Double Barrel Wednesday. And we're now joined by your colleague, the General Stars, Parker Gabriel. Parker, good morning. We try to ask you great questions on this show. And I guess off the bat, we'll ask you this. Are you going to Snoop Dogg tonight, Parker, at Pinnacle Bank Arena? <laughs> uh, that, is a great, that is a great question. I am not going oh, come to on. Snoop Dogg tonight. I know. I, I should. I should. Just, you should. Uh, you know, just just to say I did probably. Um, but no, I, I can't say, I can't say I am. Okay. Did you consider it Parker? Yeah. I, I mean, loosely, I guess, but okay. I, I not seriously. Okay. Let's get I thought, of, I thought about, you know, I could have asked the wife like, Hey, how about a, a nice date night? Yeah. You know, Snoop headed over to the big arena on 420 to see Snoop, but uh, just decided to go a different direction this week, I guess. Yeah, I bet it'll be a hell of a show. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. I did. I saw him in Madison once. Oh, you uh, did? Well, you've seen him before. How was that, Parker? It was like you'd expect. It was fun. You are the It man. was a blizzard. There was like a, oh, maybe oh, it was kind the of same blizzard. Sunday. No, it, it wasn't that. <laughs> Uh, you guys were talking about with uh, Mike Zimmer. Maybe when Mike Zimmer was at Memorial Stadium, I was on State Street seeing Snoop. <laughs> oh, there we go. Better times. Better Different time. kind of blizzard. Yeah. Hey, Parker, serious hey. question. <laughs> serious question. Football. Okay, you saw the picture circulating of Casey Thompson with a big wrap on his right hand, the, you know, the hand that he throws with. Yeah, you saw that, and you know it made the rounds on social media and all that. Now we have to, we think it's precautionary, but okay. Here's the question I have for you: When Sean Callahan earlier said it's it's a good time for this because you know they they got two months before they have to do anything. Is it is it that long, or do they got to start ramping things up again 
in an off season sense here pretty quickly. How quickly are we talking? Yeah, I mean it's all it's all relative, right? I mean, ideally, um, ideally, you'd be, you know, pretty quickly after spring ball, getting back and and throwing with uh, all of your wide receivers and and building timing and all of that. Now, you know, quarterbacks, I I, I couldn't tell you exactly. I mean, each individual guy's different in terms of what they what they like to do and what works for them. I mean. You're not talking about him going out and throwing, uh, you know, 200 balls every day or anything like that. I mean, it's it's they're in the weight room and they're working, and then they're you know throwing routes and stuff with uh, receivers too. And so, if he's limited from that for a while, I mean, yeah, it's, it's not ideal. It's also better than um, you know dealing with it in August or something like that. But um, yeah, I mean, two months until there's organized stuff. But I think quarterbacks and receivers. Um, not just in Nebraska, but all over the country, will be getting together and trying to build rapport and timing on their own. Um, you know, pretty much as soon as spring ball's over. Uh, Parker, do you enter the off season and next fall with the same optimism about Nebraska football as ESPN does with their FPI rankings, putting Nebraska as the best chance to win the Big Ten West next season? I read that as they have a seventy-one percent chance of not winning the division next season. Uh, <laughs> that boy. <laughs> That's interesting. Uh, that's a glass seventy-one percent empty uh, outlook, I guess, on the on the situation. But um, you know, I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call them a slight favorite, I guess. But I thought, yeah. the point of the, I guess, the point of it is well taken, though, in a sense that, like, if I feel like we say this every year, guys, but like, I when you look around the West, I don't think there, I don't know that there's a categorical favorite right now. I mean, I. Nobody just on the surface watching, you know, what Nebraska's done the last five years uh, would say, oh, yeah, those guys should be the favorite in the West. We, you know, we did that or a lot of people did that in 2019, and it was uh, sort of an ill-conceived notion. I think we learned from that. And then, you know, then you just want to see it, right? But uh, Wisconsin needs a big jump in quarterback play um, to really – be considered a favorite and they have a lot to replace on defense now their defense is probably going to be good again they've earned that reputation but um you know the quarterback's a big question there's a quarterback battle in iowa city uh there's a lot to replace in minneapolis northwestern's coming off a terrible year so i don't know you know purdue um has aiden o'connell played really well the second half of last season you probably call him the best returning quarterback um on the west half of the division um but then they have to replace uh, david bell and carl loftus and you know other guys too and so uh everybody has questions it's i think it's going to be wide open um you know i i so in that regard i think that that's a fair way of painting it um I guess they have to give somebody the slight edge. I wouldn't pick Nebraska, but um, I can see why the numbers look the way they do. Parker Gabriel joins us from the Lincoln Journal Star. He is the Nebraska football beat writer. I will ask you a leading question now. Um, I'm going to lead. I'm going to ask you a leading question. Just tell me if I'm onto something here. Did Nebraska Le- lead, lead me? Yeah, I'm going to lead you <laughs> into something. Did Nebraska catch a break by having Zane Flores, the Gretna quarterback? commit to Oklahoma State, which is not in the Big Ten? Um, I, maybe. I don't know. I mean, maybe. I guess it all depends on – I mean, if not in the sense that if he goes to Oklahoma State and 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 
plays really well over the course of his career and it's a missed evaluation for Nebraska, it's still going to be. Now, it'll sting a little bit less if he does it in Stillwater than if he did it in Iowa City or Minneapolis or something. But uh, I think it's still, you know, that's still just a situation where they evaluated the kid, they landed where they landed, and they're they're going to, um, you know, live with it one way or the other. And so um, maybe slightly, but I don't know. I mean, maybe if you would have uh, called up Minnesota and said I'm in, uh, they would have they would have taken him happily. Um, I'm clearly, I mean, Oklahoma State's a really good program, and they were they were happy to to take his commitment. So he's created a lot of good uh, options for himself, and uh, he's it's going to be a very interesting uh, career to track. Does he become Parker the most tracked player for fans this year for high school football in Nebraska? Uh, oh, just in terms of like watching yes. senior season unfold this yep. fall. Yeah, it's possible, although I think, you know, regardless of what happens in terms of, like, a commitment timeline, like, I, I do think people are going to be curious, but the thing is, like, Zane has played and won a lot yep. already at the high school level um, in Nebraska, and there, um, there are – Nebraska had every opportunity under the sun to evaluate him and decide whether they wanted to recruit him hard or not, and they just – two different quarterbacks coaches apparently sort of arrived uh, at the same conclusion. And so I'm not saying they're right. I mean, we'll see, you know, he's obviously uh, got a lot of room to grow, but I think there will be others that will be just as closely watched. I mean, in the 23 class, you know, Malachi Coleman is going to be almost on his own stage um, this coming fall, just because of the number of schools that are recruiting him, the position versatility, the fact that he's right in town here at Lincoln East. And then I don't actually remember. I've been rambling. I don't remember if you said 2023, but look, I mean, they're gonna we're gonna go through this, um, you know, the quarterback conversation again uh, in the 24 cycle with Daniel Kalen at Bellevue West, mm-hmm. um, who has Big Ten offers, and it, you know, I think it's a little bit unclear how hard Nebraska has been recruiting him since Mark Whipple uh, got here, and obviously that is a in part a Dylan Rayola question, but let's just say. Uh, Dylan Rayola commits to Ohio State at some point. Um, did they dial up the heat on on Danny Kalen at Bellevue West? Is it too late, you know, or or does that become a real race? Or I mean, that that's going to be. I think that's all of that's going to be every bit as interesting um, as Zane Flores or, or any other kid in in the state as well. Parker, always great stuff. Thank you for the time. We w- we will chat with you again next week. Hey, Simple, can I ask you a leading question? Yes, go ahead, please. Shut up. <laughs> that was Thank not you, a leading Parker. question. That Parker was simply Gabriel. a statement, Parker. <laughs> oh, I, I apologize. <laughs> Parker Gabriel, yeah. Lincoln Journal star. Yeah, shut up. Uh, you, you have been mildly critical of the current staff for in-state recruiting. I would remind you, Jake, that Scott Frost has offered 21 in-state players in the last three years. Is that, is that number not satisfying to it's you? It's nice to see that. 21 in-state offers in three years. What's the conversion rate? I don't know, but it's, it's relatively high. I mean, what, what do you want? 21 in three years is a big That's number. Good. It's good. It might be the highest number I've ever seen at Nebraska in a three-year period. Now, I don't know. I don't track it, but it's a yeah, big number. Numbers, it's a big number. It's pretty good. Could it's it, coming at you with numbers. More? 
Could it be more? Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's play the game show. Give us a call right now at 402-464-5685. Your chance to win a business box of bagels to Bagels and Joe. Today is a very special day on the game show. It is, number one, a wild card Wednesday. It is, number two, 420. Which means today for Wild Card Wednesday, we're doing weed songs. I'm oh, going to play sweet. you a okay. song. Okay. You tell me what band or person okay. sang that okay. song. I love this. Weed songs for 420 Wild Card Wednesday. 464-5685. Shut up, Simple starts right now. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, Shut up, Sipple! <clears throat> no, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Sipple. Call now to play. 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. Predictably, the lines are jacked because it's songs today. I will play you an actual song. You tell me who sang that song about weed. Okay. Can I just describe the vocalist? No, I need the actual group or the performer, whoever it is. Okay. The duo, the trio, the... I'm just giving you all options. Trio, everything. All right. Jason, how do you feel about weed songs today? Well, I am a cannabis, but I'm not that big into music, so we'll see how it equals out there. Oh, all right, right, Jason. We'll take that. Yeah, hey, Jason, thanks for for getting through. We appreciate it. All right, We'll see how this goes. First question goes to you, Jason. What group sang this 70s weed song? That song is called The One Toke Over the Line. Who sang that song for the one zero lead? Um, don't know that one. Gonna pass? Gonna pass on it. All right, give me the horns. Zip, you want to take that one or not? You know, sings one toke over the line. Sweet Jesus. One toke over the line. You don't have to take this. No, I am going to pass. That would be Brewer and Shipley. Who would know that? A lot of people would get that. I'm, it's a tough question, but hey, this is really difficult. Songs. Okay, really difficult. I think people would get it. All right, Brewer Sip. and Shipley. Brewer and Shipley. All right, okay. Sip, for the lead, here's your first question. Who sang this weed song from 2000? I was going to clean my room until I got high. <laughs> I was going to get up and find the broom, but then I got high. My room is still messed up, and I know why. Why, man? Yeah, all right, so that song is called Because I Got High. Who sang that song I from 2000? You never heard that before? Yeah, I've heard the song. I've oh, heard okay. the song. I just don't have... People would get this one. Really? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh, would that be Lionel Richie? Lionel Richie is the guest. <laughs> and that is not correct. Jason, do you want that one or not? Those are difficult. Gonna go ahead and say Afro Man. Was that Afro, Afro Man? Afro Man is ne- correct. Never heard of Afro Man. Is that a band or a one person? I don't know for sure. He sings by himself now. Those are really difficult. Those Afro first Man. Two. All right, this is for the win, Jason. Your last question up one zero. What group sang this 
weed song for the win. All right, that song is called Hash Pipe for the win. Who sang that, Jason? Oh, my goodness. Nah, that's Hash hard. Pipe. Yeah, that's hard. Um, uh, Going to have to pass on it, Jake. Okay, I'll give you the horns again. He is up one to zero. Sip, you want to steal that one? Who sang Hash Pipe? I can pass. You can pass? I'm passing. I thought you might know that one. Who is it? It's Weezer. Oh. Weezer. Yeah, I All right, have this is it. for the tie, Sip. You got to oh, guess here. That down. doesn't sound like Weezer. That was early. It was early 90s Weezer. Weezer okay. yeah. All right, Sip, for the tie, the fourth tiebreaker, what group sang this weed song? Okay, that's, I've never heard that song. You can probably recognize it by the, yeah, the voice, close. though. The voice might help you out there. Yeah. Sometimes you can go off the sound of the, right. of the, the singer, right. the band, yeah. the group, the trio, the duo, whatever you want to say it is. Got a guess, though. Who was it? Buck Cherry. Is that a good guess? No. No, it wasn't. The answer is Sublime. Yes. The 90s. That does sound like Sublime. Yeah. I couldn't come up with that. Jason, congrats. We'll get you bagels. Thanks for calling in and calling down the road. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you. Happy 420. 420. Wow. 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 No, those were good. The Sublime one was gettable. That was was gettable. The the voice. It's the the sound of that group. You don't know the song. I should have probably gotten that one and Hash Pipe. You should have got Hash Pipe. I'm shocked you didn't guess that. Right. Well, that doesn't sound like Weezer to me anymore. They've changed. Yeah. That was Tie Young break. Weezer. Tiebreaker. That sounded like Young Weezer. That was Young Weezer. Yeah, and it sounded that way. Tiebreaker. Yes. Simple question. How old is Snoop Dogg? Snoop is pretty old, right? I'm not telling you what he is or isn't. 66. He's 50. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Willie Nelson over here. I mean, come on. 66. Snoop looks I old. I think DP is going to give you a hard time for that one. <laughs> he Jay looks old. True. I think you're going to get some <laughs> criticism for that guess. 66 he's or Snoop. Fi- he's, oh, he's, he's 50. He's younger than I am. I mean, Dr. Dre is 57. How old do you think he is? I would have guessed in his mid-50s. Eminem is like 49. Yeah. Same age as Snoop, basically. I thought Snoop was older. We'll wrap things up with the spillover next and early break in the ticket. <laughs>